host, Justin Yonts, and this is episode 56, and this is The Wrestling Show, and I will be talking about the goings-on in wrestling, I'm going to talk about Raw, I'm going to talk about AEW, and I'm going to talk about SmackDown, so stay tuned. wrestling and the goings-on, let's start with the first thing that really caught my eye this week was, um, well, The Undertaker. He went on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he kind of called out uh, modern-day professional wrestling and said he thinks it's too soft. That was his exact words. He felt it was too soft, and he said he didn't really care if that got him in trouble. He said he feels like they care too much about being on the internet and instead of listening to him. And there is some truth to that. Um, he also feels that the um, when Austin, Triple H, and him were all coming up together and Rock, they were all facing each other and they didn't have enough people that got that rub off onto the uh, the next generation. And I think there is some truth to that. I think the style being softer in some ways, I don't know. Um, he could be talking about the 1980s, but one of the criticisms I heard from uh, people on the boards is they were saying that they felt Taker was... He didn't really call out Vince McMahon for some of his faults with that. And I think that could have been something that Joe Rogan could have pushed him on. But since he doesn't really have product knowledge, he doesn't know to ask that question. But if I was talking to Taker, I would probably ask him and be like, well, how do you feel about you know Vince McMahon and his constant changing in the script? I mean, it makes it harder for them and the constant handcuffing of the talent. The talent feels like they're walking on eggshells. They don't feel like they can really branch out. Now, I know Stone Cold Steve Austin has said, you know, you got to take that chance, but this day and age, it's hard to take chances. So I think there's some truth there to that, but I think there's some things that he could have been pushed back on. So I thought that was um, interesting. It was a it was a pretty cool conversation he had. He was he was very honest and down to earth, and you got to hear the Undertaker curse, and you know he just he just talked like one of the guys, and he talked about how you know he told the story that we've kind of heard from all the other podcasts about you know how he's afraid he was going to be Eggman, and he thought you know he told them that you know they asked him so do you have any talents? He says well I sing in the shower, and then he was like wait a minute no 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 I don't sing in the shower. I'm kidding, you know, don't give me that. He thought he would be the singing in the shower guy, and he talked about how some of those manipulating um, things. He talked about, you know, one one thing I didn't know about was how he, um, what was it, Buzz Sawyer pretty much just took his money and ran, and they just kind of beat you up and dragged you out, and it was kind of a miracle that, you know, he got in, you know, that he met some guy in the gym, and he was going to maybe go and play uh, ball, uh, basketball in, uh, in Europe. So if he had done that, we never would have uh, had the undertaker. So we have this guy in the gym to thank for that. Uh, moving on, uh, 
so New Japan uh, has announced that in Sakura, uh, Genesis will be on uh, April 4th. So that's always a good show. Uh, so that's something interesting to look forward to. Uh, WWE is filming their uh, India special, which is called WWE Superstar Spectacle. And uh, from all reports, you can read the spoilers out there. Um, Drew McIntyre does wrestle on that show, so I guess he's back from his uh, COVID scare. Uh, one of the things that really excited me is on January 30th, 2021, Backstage, WWE Backstage on FS1 returns for one night only, and they're bringing back Renee Young and Booker T and Paige. And maybe we'll get uh, CM Punk. Who knows? Maybe that'll be a surprise. But that should be something interesting to look forward to. Because I really enjoyed that show before it got canceled. You could tell WWE had really no hand in it. And it was the Fox guys really producing them. And they just kind of put Kevin uh, Dunn's name on it. But they really didn't have anything to do with it. Because there's no way WWE was going to get CM Punk. They from all points and uh, things that I've read, they, they don't like him and they despise him. And he's the one guy Vince McMahon doesn't want to do business with. So hopefully maybe CM Buck will come back to AEW. Sorry, that's going off on a little rant there. <laughs> Hoping for that. Um, Tony Khan was on uh, Renee Young's podcast and he said that, you know, they are looking at getting a third hour, but a third show. Not a third hour like Raw, where we'd have to sit through three hours of Dynamite. No, a separate hour. Hopefully, you know, maybe Saturdays they might put it on. Who knows? But that is something that is coming, and uh, that should be good to see. I'm excited to see what they do. They have so much talent, and they really do need that. They need that third show. Um, I hope it's not just enhancement matches, kind of like, uh, AEW Dark. I hope it has something to do with the, the main storylines in some ways so that we, you know, kind of get one and two. I think he's smart enough to realize that they need to do that. So that'll be cool. Uh, Shaq is going to be returning to AEW on uh, Wednesday. So that's exciting. And let's see what he does. And then the other going on we had was WrestleMania. We found out we'll be in um, Tampa. 37 will be in Tampa. It's going to be on April 11th, April 10th and April 11th on, um, yeah, on, uh, yeah, that'll be WrestleMania 37. But then they announced WrestleMania 38 will be in uh, AT&T Stadium back in um, Texas. So back in Dallas, and then WrestleMania 39 will be in Hollywood. And a lot of people have speculated that if Rock is going to come back, that will probably be the show. Although I could see him coming back for uh, AT&T Stadium as well. They could have him back for both those, um, both those shows. I wouldn't be surprised if that's already in the works. Um, the way they did it, they kind of had uh, Triple H and Stephanie dressed up as like old broadcasters um, from like the 80s or something. It was kind of comical. And then they had Cena doing his little comment. I don't know. It's a little too much for me. But I see how a lot of people like it. So it works. But that should be good. So Tampa is going to be two nights. 
So far, AT&T Stadium uh, 38 will not be two nights. I think that's going to change. And then 39 will be Hollywood. I think they should do the two-night thing. I know some people don't like that, but I don't want to sit through a seven-hour show. I'd rather have four hours, four hours. You know, do it eight hours. Mm. Split them up. Uh, then we found out Sting is returning for a match. It will be Sting and Darby Allen versus Ricky Starks and Brian Cage in a street fight. And that'll probably be some kind of uh, cinematic match. So that's the goings-on in uh, pro wrestling. I think, I mean, I've got to be honest with you. I thought AEW was okay. I thought SmackDown was okay. Raw is just abysmal. And Impact. I've got to be honest. I've been watching that. And, you know, they're making steps each, each, each week to be better. To be a better show. So I think... Impact is, it's one to be watching for. Um, but yeah, that's about all. Um, Royal Rumble is gearing around. That's going to be next week. So, you know, that'll be the kickoff to WrestleMania. And it looks like we're going to be starting uh, the path to AEW Revolution. And should be good wrestling all around. And hopefully... I, I have to say this, New Japan will bring back Jay White at um, maybe the February show so that he can uh, either win the New Japan Cup, which will probably be the guy who goes to Dominion. I think that would be an interesting uh, thing to do with him. So yeah, and uh, so when we come back, I will talk about Raw, AEW, and SmackDown. First thing, let's talk about the. F this show is horrible. Raw is just horrible. Let's start off with that. Uh, let's talk about the things I like. Orton's promo. I thought that was good. I like the Orton mask. It looks like Dick Byer. I thought he gave a very uh, Jake the Snake Roberts style of promo. I like how intense he was. He said that he's going to be uh, in the Royal Rumble, although. From all intents and purposes, we've heard that it is going to be Randy Orton versus The Fiend. So The Fiend probably will be returning on this week's Raw. So that's something to kind of look forward to. Uh, Drew McIntyre's promo was really good. I like that. Uh, AJ Styles versus Ricochet, really good match. Um, AJ Styles won. Ricochet says he hasn't signed a new contract. Some people say he has signed a new contract. I think he'd be a fool if he has signed a new contract with the way they present him. Um, I'm not going to talk about the whole show, but uh, I thought, you know, AJ Styles versus Ricochet, that was the best match on here. I like Jay, uh, Jackson Riker. I think he has a good look, and he looks like um, a more ripped version of the Drifter. Uh, when is Jeff Hardy going to get the music that he had when he was a main event player? I'm still waiting for that. I know they're waiting for crowds, but we don't know when that's happening. Uh, Alexa's... I have to kind of delay it. Playground uh, with Asuka. Was kind of made Asuka look like a fool because she, you know, was like, I want to dance, and she started dancing, and then she was afraid of, a, of Bliss. 
because I can't say the name, <laughs> or my, you know, device will go off. So then the main event was Alexa Bliss versus Asuka. Ask her mom. Just ask me what you'd like me to do, and I'll try my best to help. Say it to me. I can't say her name. So we're just going to call her Bliss. Bliss versus Asuka. They had a pretty good match. And then in mid-match, uh, Bliss turned into, you know, the fiend Bliss. Um, she beat Asuka with the um, uh, sister Abigail. And then she stood in the middle of the ring and there was a laugh. And we heard the let me in. And then that was it. That was the end of the show. Now let's talk about the things I absolutely hated. I hate that they're turning Ric Flair heel. I think it's dumb. Uh, Flair, Charlotte Flair beat Peyton Royce. Uh, okay match, but they're trying to turn Flair heel, and now she's aligned with Lacey Evans. Who cares? This is a mistake. We don't need Lacey Evans with Ric Flair. I mean, why is he being a heel at this point in his career? I, I just think that's a mistake. Uh, they did this promo with uh, Matt Riddle. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Riddle backstage with the Hurt Business and Lashley stomped on his foot. And it was just lame and it's dumb and nobody buys it and it looked fake. And Riddle doing this, bro, man, hey, man. You know, just like, okay, that's cool, but he has like no direction. It, it's almost worse than RVD. They're making me hate riddle because i just i hate the way he's being portrayed i hope he's getting paid really well but this is just awful now we don't know if he signed a new contract but i just i thought that was awful he teamed with uh lucha house party to face the hurt business who cares it was awful <laughs> and then we had the dirt sheet which they were promising goldberg uh, lo and behold, to her surprise, it was not Goldberg, it was Gilbert. So false advertising from them. And then they brought out a guy from uh, Harold and Kumar who um, was dressed as uh, Drew McIntyre and they did funny jokes and it was not funny. And I absolutely hated it. So that was the show. And uh, then we did a thing with, uh, oh, another thing I hated on the show. We had... Um, so Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, uh, Shayna Baszler took on Mandy Rose, uh, Nia Jax was on commentary, and then she was upset because they might get a rematch, it, no one was able to understand, it was just, it's just awful, it's, it's bad acting, it's bad, it's bad writing, it's bad everything, I, I, I don't know who likes this, it's like they're writing for one man. His name is Vince McMahon. <laughs> so that was the uh, show. Uh, let's talk about Impact. I thought Impact was good. Uh, we had the Good Brothers doing a promo. They were confronted by uh, Chris Sabin and, um, and James Storm. So he's back to fill in for uh, Alex Shelley for a little bit. And then we had the invasion of uh, Matt Hardy and Private Party. And Private Party wanted the tag titles, so they set up a match with Private Party versus Saban and Storm. Private Party won. I gotta say, I like what Impact is doing. It looks like they're building their show each each week, and it's just getting better and better. 
I think they're putting a lot of um, a lot of work into it. I think uh, Kenny Omega and um, Rich Swan will be a good match, and I think Kenny Omega is going to get that title because he's going to be the collector. And then we can move on to uh, NWA. He can take that title as well, and he can come out on uh, Dynamite with all the belts. Um, but I thought this was a good show. It, it had a nice flow to it. Um, there's nothing else really memorable on the show, but I can see the steps they're building to it. And uh, so it's Private Party versus the Good Brothers for the uh, Impact Tag Titles. And there you go. Oh, and uh, Tony Khan and Jerry Lynn were there as uh, on-screen characters. So that was good. So when we come back, I will talk about AEW and SmackDown. I thought this was a so-so show. Not really their best, but I think they knew because of the election and all those things and the inauguration. Inauguration, what a hard word to say. They didn't really need to put too much. They're really building to the uh, February 3rd show. So we had... Uh, here, let's talk about the things I liked. I liked uh, John Moxley's match versus uh, Nick Camarado. It was a short match, but Nick Camarado got to look uh, look good. He looks like a, a bruiser Brody. He looks like a somebody. They need to do something with him. Uh, he didn't eat the uh, paradigm shift. He was choked out. Then uh, Moxley cut a promo. I like this promo. This was my favorite thing on the show. Uh, so let's go to my next favorite thing. Um, I liked the Omega and the Bucks uh, kind of well, it wasn't really Omega wasn't there. It was the Bucks and uh, Don Callis. And then the camera went off and it made it look like they were attacking Don Callis. I thought this was a good little segment. And then we had Omega, who was kind of upset that uh, Callis was uh, beaten up and had a bruise on his face, which could have been the Young Bucks. I don't know. It, I think it's a fake out and they're going to, you know, it's all a swerve. Next thing I really liked on the show, I liked uh, the Layla Hirsch versus Penelope Ford match, which led to Miro coming out with his young boy, not a proud boy, I got that wrong last time, a young boy, uh, and uh, Orange Cassidy was very upset. So that should be leading to uh, Beach Blast, or un is, it, is it Beach Blast? I think that's what it's called, Beach Blast, Beach Break, I'm sorry, Beach Break which uh, will hopefully lead into the, the wedding of Penelope Ford and um, the other guy who I can't remember his name. <laughs> um, and then I liked uh, Darby and Sting. Uh, Sting said, you know, he wanted to, you know, congratulate them, and that kind of led to the match, which we're going to see at AEW Revolution. It will be Sting and Darby Allen versus Ricky Starks and Brian Cage, and that should be cool. They, I think a lot of people will be excited to see what they do with Sting. Um, the next thing, yeah, that was that, those are the things I really liked on the show. I really liked the John Moxley match. I thought that you know he really made uh, Nick Camarado look good. I think he's somebody. So let's get to the bad. I did not like the Inner Circle match. I just think it was it was lame. I don't like it. 
Um, it looked like Sammy Guevara was going to win, and MJF rolled him up. So I don't know. I, I guess that's probably going to lead to Sammy Guevara, you know, splitting from the inner circle. I think that's coming sooner than later. Probably the one of the beach things. Uh, the birthday party I thought was too much. It's nice that they gave negative one, which is Brody uh, Brody Lee's son, a thing. But I thought this felt like something that should be done after the show or maybe on an AEW Dark. They've only got so much time to put that on there. But, you know, they I think they realized that the ratings were going to be that great. It's a good match. Um, TH2 and uh, Luther and Serpentico. I don't know why Luther's on my television screen other than that he's a friend of Jericho's. I, I don't see it. I know he's a big deal long ago, but that time has passed. Why is he there? Uh, he went into the cake and Serpentico took a cane shot. It was a nice little thing. Uh, so Dark Orders, you know, face. Uh, then we had Hangman Page. They wanted him to join. He said he's already done that, been in a group, and he kind of left. And they had a thing that I had a banner that said, he said yes, <laughs> that came down because they were expecting him to say yes when he said no. So that was funny. That was a nice little comedy there. Um, so yeah, I did. So it was kind of half and half. Uh, I did not like the Cody versus Peter Avalon match. It just it felt like a WWE thing. They had the Jade Carhill Cargill come out and distract him and I'm just like no that's not AEW that's not what we want so this was a so-so show it felt more like a WWE show but you know much better worked more fluid string but so I don't know the next week I think is gonna be or this week will be the the good show probably so now moving on, let's go to SmackDown, which was, uh, you know, let's call it the Roman Reigns show. Roman Reigns did a promo with uh, Adam Pierce, which led to Paul Heyman versus Pierce. And throughout the night, they teased that Adam Pierce was going to, uh, you know, beat up Paul Heyman because, you know, Roman Reigns said, you got to handle your own business. And I'm like, it's WWE. We know that's not going to end up there. So. It's lame. I don't like them doing that stuff. I keep saying lame. That's almost becoming my wonderful. <laughs> um, I did not like this. It's just, it's too, you know, I, I knew what was coming. Uh, Kevin Owens cut a promo in the car. I liked this promo. I thought it was cool. He was like, he's like, look, you haven't beaten me one-on-one. -on -one. I don't think he's going to beat him one-on-one -on -one again on in the last man standing match, but that's what they're building to. So maybe they'll pay it off. So then uh, Adam Pierce versus Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman had his hands taped up, but he had a suit coat on. So you knew Roman Reigns was coming out. Roman Reigns came out and started beating up on Pierce. And he was going to throw him off the stage when Kevin Owens showed up and beat him up. And finally, he got to one-up Roman Reigns. And he beat, beat the crap out of him. He hit the stunner. He hit the pop-up powerbomb. Threw the table. It was good stuff. I thought this was good. It was good, you know, finally, you know, Owens got his, got some comeuppance on, uh, we, we got some comeuppance on uh, Roman Reigns. So I like that. Uh, Roman Reigns continues to cut really good promos. He really knows his character. He's the guy. 
He's the tribal chief, and he runs the show. I like it. He says he's been carrying this this company on his back for he doesn't know how many years. It was really good. Uh, the next thing I liked was Daniel Bryan's promo, him talking about how important it was for him to win the Royal Rumble, which probably means he is going to win the Royal Rumble. Uh, Cesaro came out and said, you know, he's tired of it. So Daniel Bryan said, why don't we put these microphones down and let's have a fight. He didn't want to have a fight. Dolph Ziggler came out. Cesaro won in a four-minute match. This was good, too. So uh, Daniel Bryan, I think, is pretty much poised to win the Royal Rumble. I, I don't, unless Rock is coming back, I don't see what else they're going to do. I don't want to see John Cena and Roman Reigns. I think that will be an atrocious match, and I don't want to see it. So hopefully that will be where we're going. And then I think it's going to be The Fiend and Drew McIntyre, and then Edge and Horton. I think those are going to be the three main... Ma and then I think uh, Triple H and AJ Styles. I think that's going to happen. Um, Sasha Banks versus, versus Reginald. Sasha Banks continues to get the most out of the least. Really good stuff. Good stuff from her. So those are the things I liked. Uh, Bailey and Bianca Belair in an obstacle course match. This is straight out of the Vince McMahon playback book. I hated this. I thought this was horrible. Dumb. Uh, the Big E versus um, Apollo Crews. No finish. Once again, lame. I don't care. Asuka, Charlotte uh, versus uh, the Riot Squad. It was an okay match. Charlotte continues to be unlikable to me. Uh, Cesaro versus Dolph it's a little too short but a good match uh, Dominic versus Corbin I absolutely hate this Corbin beat Dominic the whole thing was Ray Dominic said look we're going to do it my way you know and Ray said if you don't if you don't do this uh, if it doesn't go right your way then we're going to do it my way next time dumb straight out of WWE playbook I didn't like that but I really like the Daniel Bryan promo. I like the Roman Reigns things. I, I think they're perfect to go against each other, and I think that's the way to go, is Roman Reigns versus uh, Daniel Bryan. So I thought there was a lot. So SmackDown and AEW, I thought they were neck and neck on levels of show, then Impact, and then Raw. <laughs> so I think next week we get uh, the return of The Fiend, I think, uh, you know, Roman Reigns probably wins the Royal Rumble. I I'm sorry, Roman Reigns wins, Drew McIntyre wins, and we get, um, and we get, uh, yeah, Daniel Bryan winning the Royal Rumble. Did I say that? And I think that's, I think that's where we're going. Unless Rock is coming back, or uh, I don't know. And I guess they could do Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre, but I just think that's dumb. I think they should do Drew McIntyre versus The Fiend. It seems to be where they need to go. It's I think Edge probably comes back at the Royal Rumble. So, a lot of good things, uh, a lot of bad things. But that's where we are with wrestling, and uh, yeah. I don't think there's much else left to talk about. So, I want to say thank you for listening. As always, you can reach me at my handle, at Justin Yance. And I will see you next time on the DMF.